down. What saucy? What you really need to do is instead you need you need to be playing more seriously and not focusing so much on Callista's backside. That's, that's you know what I need to be focusing on. What's that? Our sweet intro theme song. Wait, I'm dancing. We're not even on camera. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Rune Terrible Radio, episode number 17. I'm your host, Blevins. Joining me, as always, is Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? Hey, dude. How's it going? It's going great. I was dancing to the theme song like I always do, but we're uh, recording this one. I mean, we're recording it live in the sense that we're both here at the time of this recording, alive and well and recording live, but we're not on Twitch right now. We're taking a week off. We're gonna we're quarantining ourselves. We didn't want to get Twitch chat sick. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so I'll take. I'm gonna take the blame for this one. So we're not doing a video like we normally do, and we're not streaming it live. And w- well, one we we had we had a some scheduling yeah. conflicts issues that lined Snafu. up. Yeah, we had a guest and things didn't work. Whatever. But also, <clears throat> I am uh, greater than moderately ill right now. And uh, I didn't want to be on camera because I am a vain bitch. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, I may need to take break breaks to breathe because yeah. uh, because fifty percent of the show uh, caught the coronavirus. Ooh. <laughs> well, as long as as long as you're laughing about it, we can all uh, embrace and laugh as well. Um, Luckily, but, I'm not that bad. I'm 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 alive. Yeah, which is which is really good news. So we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna forward along, and just just for reference here, so people don't think I'm a monster. I did say, hey, if we wanted to take the week off, we could. Oh, yeah. But Saucy yeah. is a trooper and demanded that we record anyway. So yeah, here we, we are. We got we got stuff to talk about. We got Runeterra that happened, um, and it's awesome. Blevins, you're yeah. You, you said yeah, you've been making some waves on the uh, the ranked progression, right? I have. I'm I am almost diamond now. Nice. I um. So I, I've been inspired the last couple of weeks, uh, actually by Gummy, to play mm-hmm. to play more ranked. Um, I've also been watching some more tournaments. Actually, uh, Casanova and I did a. English rebroadcast of an EU uh, or a um, sorry a uh, a uh, German uh, content creator tournament that Riot did. Um, so I've nice. been like in the competitive mindset more. So I'm like I'm gonna make a push for it. I wanna I wanna I kind of want to hit master. I know like I've been I've been <laughs> floundering around plat for like a couple of weeks now and yeah. i've finally found a deck that i've been progressing with like what have you been playing i have been playing uh elise darius aggro spiders like nice all in aggro spiders like there is no there, there is no late game for this deck no you're out of cards <laughs> by turn four yeah it, it it's i'm finding and I, I have a feeling that when I hit diamond or I mean, maybe I can still keep doing it in diamond, but up until a certain point, um, it's probably people are probably going to play more conservatively against me because people are like, oh, I can just take an extra hit here. Like, I don't need to trade yeah. on turn one. It's like, 
Oh, you took the three. You took uh three on turn one when you could have traded your hawk. Your uh, yeah, your hawk. It's omen like hawk. oh yeah, or omen hawk. Well, not omen hawk. Um, I was the two fleet feather guy. Fle- fleet feather tracker. Um, yeah. like oh, you didn't trade that. You got greedy. Ooh, that 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 that's gonna cost you. Um, three extra damage. Every point of damage matters, and optimizing that is very important. So again. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people understand in Runeterra at least, but I've been making the argument for Hearthstone and for Magic for years. It's like the aggro deck is actually very nuanced, and for whatever reason, this one yeah. speaks more to me than like the P and Z aggro decks have. Something about I, I think it's um it's Boom Crew Rookie for some reason. Like it's hard for me to conceptualize. I think that that card is it. A it's very good, but B it's like, do I like? Are you ever supposed to block with that card? maybe and i think that the times that you are supposed to block with it knowing when those are is a very valuable uh, like knowledge (laughs) yeah it's it's tough it's it's much tougher than i thought and they're like they're different decks even though they're both aggro they're just as different different. as just like you know war mother's control is a lot different than like karma heimerdinger control right they're both control decks but they're like for me i love war mother's control Mm. and i don't have as much fun with the karma heimerdinger control deck and i'm a control player but like like you said they're just you like that version of aggro different Mm -hmm. than the pnz burn deck it's they're just different aggro decks yeah it 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 is very much a uh follower heavy obviously with with spiders being the the main theme it's like there's so many axes of of killing them with this deck. It's like yeah. you can overwhelm them with spiders. There's multiple ways to pump them. Uh, Frenzied Skitterer is still an insane card on both offense and defense. He's and, even better when you actually have spiders, right? He because uh, yeah, he he can he can basically fog their whole turn if they're playing. Like yep. if you're in an aggro mirror, he just he just stops their attack. And even one turn of like keeping them from being on the front foot is absolutely huge. Crowd favorite is another huge one. Like just having overwhelm is really, really good, especially when you're running, like I'm running um, elixir of iron. No, iron is the elixir wrath? of elixir of wrath. Yeah. Elixir of iron is the frail yard one mm-hmm. elixir of wrath and um, all sorts of, of pump spells and Darius as well. People don't play around Darius. Um, yeah. like people don't all. expect it come it to come. I mean, people have gotten a little bit better at like blocking appropriately and actually looking at the little eye on the side mm-hmm. to see if they're going to die when, <laughs> because Darius can, uh, flip mid combat, <laughs> which yes, he can. when, when in the first couple of weeks and I guess before plat, man, people just would be putting themselves dead on board for no good reason. Like It's like yep. you just needed to block an extra thing and you wouldn't have died here, but you didn't count the Darius uh, flipping. Yeah, Overwhelm is just like an interesting mechanic. Even like the, I put out a YouTube video today from uh, I did a, a this Thresh War Mother's Control game, mm-hmm. and uh, my the dude I played against just didn't factor in Trindomir Overwhelm damage. Mm-hmm. Would, and it was just like, yeah, uh, yeah I think he like, I don't remember how it, I don't remember if he glimpsed his own guy or like it got vengeance or something. I don't remember, oh, but like he yeah. didn't factor in his guy dying is he's going to still take full overwhelm damage. Yep. Uh, it, it's a, it's a thing. I want to have you. So speaking of spiders, yeah. uh, and I know we, we had swim on last week. Who's, yep. who's a big fan of the, of the, uh, the spider, uh, decks. Have you seen the, uh, they who endure spider deck. Oh, that's yeah. kind of like all over now. What yep. do you think of that deck? So, uh, I would implore everyone listening to this to watch uh, in the um, 
I know it's it is a video on uh, Casanova Twitch.tv slash Casanova Hots. Uh, go to his channel. He played actually in the semifinals of the uh, Monokuma Weekly Tournament against okay. Hyped. Uh, Hyped was playing that deck, the Spiders deck, and uh, Casanova played two games against it. <clears throat> okay. um, that's one of the better. That that was a really really close set. Uh, you should definitely check out that uh, that video. But yeah, that I I have seen that deck. Um, I saw it played uh, by hyped a bunch on his stream, and I did build it. And uh, it is it's funny because we've got two aggro decks, you know, like a Peensy Burn deck and the Darius Spiders deck. Those mm -hmm. are completely different aggro decks. You've got the Darius Spiders deck and the. Uh, she who wanders spiders deck and those are completely different spiders yeah. decks it's like they're not even close like that deck is so much more of like a it's almost like a control combo deck than, yeah because than it anything. runs like ruinations in it mm -hmm. it runs a trindamir and thresh atrocity but then you're also running <laughs> yeah it runs atrocity but then you have stuff like the Iceville archers you have hapless aristocrat right it's running a full three copies of crawling sensation even yeah it's crazy well it, yeah it's it, it's really like the, again there's so many angles of attack in those decks and i think that's mm -hmm. what we're really seeing as like what really um sets apart a lot of these decks it's like you've got that uh iceborne spiders deck it's like yes you can win by making all of the spiders that you're creating three threes or five fives or whatever you can just win with elise the old-fashioned way and just get a flipped yeah. elise and just you know control combat for the rest of the game you can win by making a lot of effective trades chipping them down and playing a gigantic she who wanders which is hard to deal with you've got atrocity to win out of nowhere and you've just got the shell of of a regular like si freljord deck like mm -hmm. uh, of a, a si freljord control deck like there's so much and like the darius spiders is like you can go wide you can go uh tall i guess you kind of go both when you play a crowd favorite but yeah. like there's so much that you can do that like knowing um knowing where you need to be in which matchup and like depending on the board state is a huge skill tester in i mean in any card game but in rune terra i think we're really starting to see that fleshed out when we're watching yeah. uh higher level play it's it's it's, it, it's kind of crazy obviously when when the game first came out like super excited about the game picking it up and and loving it and then like play you know been, we've been playing throughout the last you know month or so a little more than that and i feel like now going from constructed to playing a, like mostly limited back to constructed again like i feel like i have a better appreciation of the game as a whole now that i'm like focusing a little bit more on high level competitive even not necessarily from my playing perspective but from watching and consuming content um, I feel like I, like, it was like a second, a second win to me. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. And I, th I think in this game more than others, um, like archetypes are more nuanced. It's, it's harder yep. to jump between different archetypes. Like in, and a lot of it comes from co how combat works because every mm -hmm. creature assistantly has haste and vigilance. If you're thinking magic's turn. Yep. So like when to block and trade and not is so nuanced and so important. Yep. And, like when like especially when you're playing these aggressive decks that have spells you're like all right i want to play this one drop but do i need the extra spell mana on turn two for a combat trick you know things like that mm -hmm. um it's 
I was playing a an um I had just a little bit of time earlier while I was uh, exporting a YouTube video and I played an expedition run and I just went full mono noxus aggro. I'm like I just want this to be fast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh there were so many times I'm like man, I don't want to play my two drop cuz I want the spell mana for a whirling death next right. turn or mm -hmm. uh or to play might. It's just like those are things that you wouldn't do in like Magic the Gathering. You're spending all your mana every turn right. and you're playing your dudes every turn. You're yep. playing your lightning bolts every turn. So it's just it's a lot more nuanced and I think people don't don't think about that or give it credit in the same way that, you know, it's hard to go between switching from like, if you're trying to love ladder up um, aggressively, I think in this game more than any sticking to one deck um, rewards you a lot more because you yep. get the ins and outs. Mm -hmm. Then like in Hearthstone, when I'm laddering up, I'll just switch between, you know, a good aggro deck, a good mid range deck, a good control deck, depending on what I'm seeing. And it, it you could fluidly switch between them. Mm -hmm. I make a lot of misplays when I switch between playing like, War Mother's Control, and I'm like, yes. all right, I'm doing bad at this. Let me try to play Combo Ezreal. Like, I'll misplay a lot more than if I just stick with playing Combo Ezreal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels like the matchups themselves are suiting, like, the playing your deck specifically to a matchup or even a situation, regardless of matchup, is super, super, super important. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, I think the, Ez like the Ezreal decks are maybe the... I mean, Control decks in general are a, a big proponent of this, but, like, the Ezreal decks specifically, it's like... If I'm playing the Ezreal Mirror, I'm like, it's it's kind of like uh, old control mirrors and magic where it's like, I'm not actually playing a spell. I just want to play lands every turn and not discard yeah. to hand size. Like the first person who misses a land drop is like super far behind. And it's like mm -hmm. in that mirror, it's like the first person who has to play, play something, play something that can get targeted and start getting charges on the, on the Ezreal yep. and like actually being able to get cards out of your hand for some amount of value is... Like, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, it's funny because people make fun of me all the time because I love to play control. And mm -hmm. my favorite thing is doing nothing. And I always yeah. say that. I'm like, I any turn where I can safely literally not play a card yeah. is a turn that I feel better because I have more card advantage on the right. next turn. Mm -hmm. Like, I love having more cards and doing... If I can safely do nothing, if I can hold that avalanche for another turn without dying, that's <laughs> when I'm happy. Yep. Yeah, and and on the on the aggro side, it's like, if I can, if I can go a turn and not block, I'm I'm feeling yeah. so good. I really yeah. just I want to be able to like I think I don't know if it was Gummy or Casanova or someone else that um I don't they probably didn't coin the phrase, but maybe it was Bagels, but or but I certainly heard them saying it. It's like you need to turn your NA aggro brain on. Like it's like so so often I'm like yeah like i can block here and like it's a good it's like it's a good value trade it's like i'm trading a two one for your three two right but it's like well i your three two can't block and i kind of just one gets value when you attack as long as i'm not at zero i don't care what i'm at and i want mm -hmm. you at zero <laughs> and yeah. it's like little what things else like needs that. to be a zero and it's not me yeah as long as it's not me i don't care who it is uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i think I was I was afraid not not afraid I was a little bit concerned like before having ever even played the game at all that like this is a core set and like we're gonna like the community is gonna figure it out super quick and it's just gonna be like oh well I guess we're playing uh you know I mean in preview patch one everything was that like uh SI Freljord um tides of time ramp deck do you, do you remember those days like yeah. way back uh before all the ramp cards got nerfed 
Um, I'm like, well, it's just going to be SI frail yard mirrors forever. And, uh, okay, well, whatever I, I, I can live with that, but yeah, having played for this long, um, I'm actually getting a, a, a greater appreciation for the game, uh, in general. So yeah, and it's great. That, it's something I, we bring it up every week because it, it still amazes me every week that there's the meta completely changes or it doesn't completely change, but like there's a new deck that just appears. Yeah. Um, and it's it's funny because you, if you just look online, because I love to just comb through Reddit. I never post, but I love to watch people whine and bitch about things mm -hmm. and looking at like, oh, man, yeah, the the Shadow Isles Frail Your Control deck is going to be unbeatable. Oh, mm -hmm. man, the Ezreal uh uh, for all your decks yeah. to be an unbeatable. Oh, spooky karma. There's no one. And right. now it's like, oh my God, all these Bannerman decks. Right. You can't, <laughs> there's no way to beat them. You can't beat Zed Bannerman or Fiora Bannerman. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, what was very eye opening for me having casted that uh, event with, uh, or, or sorry, rebroadcast, did the English rebroadcast of that yeah. event with, um, with Casanova was like, a lot of people just brought um, like the meta decks. Like there was a mm -hmm. ton of Bannerman decks. I mean, a lot of different flavors of it, by the way. But even if we just lump those all together, Bannerman decks. There was a bunch of um, Frel, uh, Ionia, Freljord, Elusives. Um, you know the normal stuff that you would expect. And uh, one of the players, um, Don't Be Mad. Uh, that that his, his name was Don't Be Mad. Uh -huh. was playing the Draven Jinx discard aggro deck and just playing it like on another level. Um, I mean, he did, get, he did for what it's worth, get some really nice draws, like chaining, chaining uh reckless experimenter into reckless experimenter into uh, it discards, like uh, it, it discards two triggers off of discard spells and like another thing, like a useless spell into draw the third, like, like some really good sequences, Dang. but, um, or, 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 or into, uh, yeah, not, not the, not the third experimenter, uh, into a jinx, which he immediately flipped, uh, like, like really good and strong draws, but like that deck you know, not necessarily like the top of the meta. I think a lot of people would say maybe it's like a minus tier, like tier 1.5 or top uh -huh. of tier two, something like that. But it's like, he's playing it. It's got good matchups against, or at least it's possibly got good matchups against Bannerman and elusives. And like, he did really, really well against those decks the entire tournament. So there's still a lot. Um, there's still a lot to be explored. Uh, on yeah. ladder there's still a lot to be explored in the tournament scene and meta itself yeah. um especially it's given the really different cool. formats yeah, it, yeah i'm a big fan it's super cool i mean we talked about the korea invitational a uh, couple of weeks ago um and the format uh being you need to bring three decks it's um conquest which means you have to win with each deck and you can't have overlapping regions so it's like everything gets played basically unless you run yep. a mono version this tournament the this tournament the format was much more like traditional magic the gathering in a sense okay. it was you bring two decks i think there may have been some sort of stipulation that like they couldn't have heroes overlapping Okay. Maybe I don't remember exactly, but it was you bring two decks, you could overlap regions at least in some capacity, and you play a best two out of three, and you can bring whatever deck you want to each game. That was it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was just like 
your second deck is basically your sideboard, except you have to sideboard in the entire deck is basically how I looked at it. And it's just like a best two out of three for magic. Um, It was really cool. And like, I think more, maybe not more importantly, but quite important. um, It was really quick from a uh, running a tournament perspective. (laughs) I can imagine. Yeah. So, well, and like for the, uh, a format like that, I mean, let's just talk, I mean, back to the spider conversation we just had. You can build, you know, a aggro spider deck and mm-hmm. have a sideboard that, you know, a quote-unquote sideboard that right. changes it to a controlled spider deck. Though. Right. And it's just, things like that are super interesting to me. Yeah, if they had some sort, like, they they could have sideboards like traditional magic. Yeah. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. There's no reason you couldn't. I mean, it's it's a digital card game. They can make the rules for whatever they want, right? Right. Yeah, it would be really interesting. And then, like, what if you could bring in like a third? What if you could bring in like a third region, but only as your sideboard, so you only had access to like ten cards from a third region or something? That'd like be that. interesting. I, I think that would maybe be overcomplicating it and probably yeah. crossing a line that they don't want to necessarily do. At least not now. But I'm just, I'm just that's a, that's a freebie. I, that's a freebie, right? I feel uh, <laughs> I feel we'll get. Because they've talked about other formats they want to add, like right. more fun, casual formats. Yeah, I could see them doing a, a like a three region format or something like that, just for fun. fun. Just, just open it up. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like here's oh, here's God. rainbow, yeah, whatever. Let's just go. Let's do all this stuff. Call just call it vintage. Like it's like this is yeah. the broken stuff. You do whatever you want with whatever. Like I, I think, it, um, I think it would be interesting. Maybe I think people might have fun with it. Um, yeah. It could be. I don't think I wouldn't like to see some of that be the the competitive format, but right. it'd be fun as shit. It'd be so fun. I I think the I think that the like the distinction between like Hearthstone Wild and Hearthstone Standard or whatever they call it in the regular um would be as close as I would want it to being competitive. Like yeah, if you want to give it a ladder, I'm I don't have an opposition to that. I think because I think some people are going to like that more. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know. Eventually, when 13 sets are out, maybe, you know, Chumbwump doesn't have a place in uh, in the current competitive format. But, like, maybe you can build a uh, you can build a mushroom cap deck across all of the regions and make something really cool with Chumbwump. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. Oh, it, I mean, it'll happen. They'll, they'll they'll just create a card that says your like play effects happen twice or whatever. Your right. summon effects yeah. happen twice. Yeah. Get get. um get brand in here and yeah <laughs> oh i just want to play that with avarosian hearth guard so bad oh god that's and yeah dude i haven't had he's I, he's still probably one he's in my top five favorite cards i just love avarosian hearth guard so much remember when he was a five six for five i do i do <laughs> i, I played that? a lot of him why was he a five six for five yeah, his, his stats are dumb. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, five five for five is already pretty good. I mean, actually, eh, now that I think about it, five five for five is just like pretty base rate. It's just good. It's just good, but it's not insane. Like, Demacia has a lot of those. Um, yeah, do you better. remember when She Who Wanders hit uh, champions and also had uh, regeneration and was one less mana? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid yeah i sure uh, do god that the, the making cards not like making most spells um not impact champions i think was a really good was a really yeah. good um touch because like yeah. there's something like you can detain but it doesn't really get rid of it and like you can do um like you can kill 
like kill spells yeah. and whatnot, but not but not like, being able to purify them and stuff. I yeah. think is super important. Yeah, because it's just like I, I still get people yell at me in stream all the time, like, "Oh, you can purify a Zed." I'm like, "No." But no let me no. let me try that for you. You know what? Why don't you try that in your next game and let me know how 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 it ends up? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's it's from a follower. I can't I can't do that. Yeah, but and I'm glad you can't just like neuter a champion like that. It'd be a little. Demacia doesn't need the help right now. Let's just say right. Demacia doesn't need the help, and also I think it probably creates a weird. Um, like it creates a a it might be a coding thing that's weird because like think about it if you if you purify Ezreal like does he stop counting like do the ones in your deck stop counting probably not yeah, exactly. right so then when you like level up or when he would level up this the purified one I'm guessing wouldn't level up right but if you played another one they he would. And then there would be yeah, like gets, a right a first level Ezreal right? and a site like already just in one example it's already confusing. Not to mention like all of the other things that would probably be. Confusing there are enough right? really weird interactions in this game. We don't need to in, in, impose more. <laughs> yeah, we 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 need more clarity, not less. But I don't really have a good transition. But we got some changes to the. Uh, Progression system and uh, economy here, Saucy. Yeah. This is pretty yeah, exciting. So starting the 31st. So what is it? Is that's that Tuesday. Yeah, the patch on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, reworking Tuesday. a lot. Um, a lot. And so you, you can read the full notes. It's on their news. So just playroomterror.com. Yep. Um, go to the news section. But big things is they're changing the vaults. And yep. I think this is pretty cool. They're starting to give you useful rewards starting at level two. Um, and then they're also not capping how big your vault can get, um, which is really cool because for a lot of players, if you play a lot, uh, there's been the feedback that it feels bad after you've gotten a level 13 vault. Where does your experience go? It just is right. thrown in the dumpster. Mm -hmm. So now you can keep upgrading um, and it'll just keep giving you you know more more goodies. And so now starting at level two, you get an expedition token instead of at 10. And then yep. at five, they've added a random champion card um, into the vault itself. And then at level 10, you get a champion uh, wild card instead of a random champion. And then instead of what they've done is they've taken the guaranteed champion that you would get from your expedition run and they put it into the vault instead. Mm -hmm. Because the other feedback they've gotten from people is they don't like having to grind expeditions to get these champions. They'd mm -hmm. rather them be back in the vaults originally. Um, it, I mean, just like me, I, I was sitting on a, a and more than enough tokens that I'm not using because I haven't been playing expeditions. Mm -hmm. um, and so, if you don't like, like especially for competitive people, if you're you know grinding ranked, if you're in masters, if you're you know trying to climb the ladder and you don't have enough time, you're probably not playing expeditions. Right. So they want to give those rewards back into the vault. Yeah, I, I think that's it. Even though I'm someone who really likes expeditions and wants to see them expand upon uh, the expedition ecosystem, I do like that they're taking the rewards um, and putting them in sort of the base of the game. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I have heard the feedback just anecdotally from from friends and and other players who are like, "Yeah, like they're like." Blev, how do I how do I grind up? How do you have so many cards? It's like, well, first off, I the first however many weeks I max bought, so that's the first one. And like, I understand mm -hmm. people don't want to spend money. That's fine. Um, but also, I'm like, I just do expeditions. Like, you get so much experience, and like, yeah, but 
I don't a I don't want to play or b it's like I don't have enough shards to do it in the first place and it's like oh right yeah well Stop. speaking of not enough shards they changed the cost of entry yes, for expeditions as well they did it is now uh down to 2k shards i believe yeah. 2000 shards or 200 coins yeah 2000 yep right there 2000 shards or 200 coins um and also again you're getting an expedition token much earlier in your uh, vault progression so you're going to be able to play more expeditions more often uh and, and less expensively they are taking they did take some of the rewards to comp uh, away from that to compensate so like keeping that ecosystem ecosystem uh um relatively similar so yeah really good there um they also did um remove the limit on wild cards that you can buy so now yep. you can just if you really want to you can whale it out and buy out the whole set when it comes out which i think i still see some people like complaining about that but it's like yeah like some people are going to have an advantage very early on but you as someone who's playing free to play is going to be able to climb up to that much quicker than you were yeah. before and then much quicker than in any other game as well I think a lot of it stems from just how we're programmed from card games. Yes. All of us who play card games, because we're used to you play magic, you spend a thousand dollars and get the set, whatever. Right. And it's, it's interesting in this game because it is so, um, what's the word I'm like for, uh, we're, they're just so giving with the rewards that you yeah. get. Um, it's just, different because i mean i've had the whole set for a, a while now like yeah. a, a couple weeks i've had the entire set um and i honestly don't play like you would think i play as much as i do but i've only hit like level 10 vault the last couple weeks i don't yeah. play as much as you would expect and i i've have everything um so i think i think this is fine because there's for the people who w don't have as much time and would rather just spend the money they can just buy all the stuff um someone did the math too and just to purchase everything is so like comically like small compared yeah. to other card games. Yep. Um, I forgot how much I didn't, I, I, it was a long post, but they mathed it out and it's like one tenth of the cost that you'd need from a hearthstone set or something. Yeah. It was insane. It was so absurd. Um, but then for, if you are free to play, like you can legitimately just go in free to play with just the rewards you get from playing the game. They're so, you know, good to you that you can mm -hmm. have everything no time as long as you're playing especially now since they're uncapping your vaults if you are free to play and you just have the time you could probably get the set in way less time than it took us that had capped vaults you know yeah capped vaults and we're buying out the the shops too like yeah i mean we've had we've had if not literally everything effectively anything that we've wanted for quite some time now like mm -hmm. that that part has kind of gone away at least in some cases where it, i mean it was still interesting and and fun to like open up a vault and be like, Ooh, I got a Callista. Now I can make a Callista deck. Not that like yeah. I was waiting to make one, but like now I can make one, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. And it's, it's especially as we get more sets, cause there'll obviously be more cards. Uh, it's still fun to, cause there's always going to be kind of those, uh, not tier one champions mm -hmm. like Callista that mm -hmm. you're not going to just craft. You're, you're probably not just making them, but when you stumble upon it, you're like, okay, that might get my, my gears turning on things I can make. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I mean overall I think it's it's super good. Um you know, again, you guys can read the uh read the article on uh playerunterra.com. Mm -hmm. Um just Yeah, and, and 
a couple more points on this that I just wanted to throw out there. Because uh, one concern a lot of players have is going into mobile. There's going to be a lot of mobile players. And I know a lot of people who only play on mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're concerned with starting, you know, in the middle of this game, trying to catch up with people. Um, I think these are all good things for new players, people coming in and mobile to try and catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all good. And I saw I saw a couple arguments about people who've been stocking up tokens um, for their runs, not getting the guaranteed champions anymore going forward. And yeah, I could see that how that might shaft you for those players. But then there's also the you're hoarding uh, imaginary currency in a beta of a game. Uh, (laughs) The game is still in beta. It's not out yet. Things can change again. Like they could they have all right to be like in like right at launch being like, no, we're actually going to go back to cat vaults. And we can't get mad because we're play testers of the game. It is in beta. We're the ones testing these changes to see how they go. Yeah. Um, yeah. They can do whatever they want with the stuff that they give us for free. Like, just rem- yeah. just put it in that perspective. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think overall this is good, especially for new players, which we're going to see uh, a, an insane amount once the game is fully released, especially for things like when they do implement like a tournament mode or stuff. But, you know, companies wanting to play put out tournaments, it's – it's scary if you're putting money on the table for a tournament on a game that's in beta. Mm-hmm. Like when you're a company, you're less likely to, you know, fork out a big tournament for a game that's not out yet. Um, right. So there'll be a lot of players come in once the game's released. A- absolutely. And you definitely want to, yeah, you definitely want to reduce the amount of risk in general when you're a, uh, uh, a company like that. Yes. Uh, looking to put money into it. Um, related to that, actually, there was a, tweet that was replied to by umbridge that i definitely retweeted and can definitely find in the time that it's taking me to delay what i'm saying right now Mm -hmm. um yes it's right here so um a person tweeted at them and said is there a spectator mode uh any plan any plans for spectator mode essentially Umbridge replied, and I'm assuming that this is real. I don't know if it's photoshopped or whatever. So if this is fake, maybe Umbridge can confirm or deny that. I, 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 I'm going to take it as a true, as a real thing because it's just a screenshot, I guess, of a public tweet. So I guess I can check. But um, planned, planned, yes. Date in the, uh, plan, it is planned. I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing here because it's in sort of internet lingo or internet grammar. Uh, it's planned. Uh, the date is in the next month, but they're not ready to share it yet. So uh, within the next month, we might be seeing a spectator mode, which is mwah, mwah. yes, please. So, I mean, pretty much the number one thing that we've been uh, wanting since the game. I mean, even before the game came out, it's like we want to do tournaments, game nights, all that stuff for this. And it's going to be so much easier uh with the spectator mode yeah yeah and it it was a real tweet he did uh clarify and he replied back and said uh to clarify it's not coming in the next month um but once we have a clear path we'll definitely share the details Uh, okay cool so So more more details in the next month but it is it is confirmed that it's you know it is planned they're working on it but they want to nail down a lot of the the game itself get rid Mm -hmm. of bugs um, get the the client itself working because there's still issues like right now. Uh, like if you challenge a friend, it doesn't work, and there's some weird bugs. But once the game's working fine, um, he did say, yeah, once they have a release date, it will be made public. Yep. I mean, it 
it it makes sense and honestly after having uh did the uh the the rebroadcast of the german tournament where it was just essentially sharing one player's perspective via like discord Mm -hmm. um conceptually i thought that was going to be really scuffed but in the midst of it like it really didn't feel bad at all, honestly. No. Like I thought, I thought, man, we're we're not going to be able to see the opponent's hand. We're not going to be able yeah. to give any analysis. It's like, no. Actually, in a lot of ways, we get to go deeper in analysis because we're actually thinking from the player's perspective because yeah. we don't know. We literally don't know. Like we can think more broad because we have all the time at our hands and we're talking as two yeah. people. We can be like, oh, they might have Will of Ionia here. Where it's like, well, yeah, if they have Will of Ionia there, you know that they could have it because they do. <laughs> like, we know that they do. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think like it's not as bad as you would think. Right. Um, but there's they as like a spectator sport, you know, you have to have you have to have that that I don't know being able to see it. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm talking as a we're still going above and beyond oh, at least yeah, essentially to 100%. like you like have the players like have be in a discord call where we're sharing yeah. a video etc like that's still like a lot to ask um but it's still possible right like it's not as possible. bad as like i remember when when the game was in it was just came out of its closed beta the second closed beta and blevins mm-hmm. and i started talking and the first thing we're like yeah we want to run tournaments yep. we're like but how how the hell are we gonna do that like if there's no support in the client it doesn't seem possible but to see that there's people doing it it, it makes me feel good you know well, yeah, and it's it's not like it's not possible. It's just, is it hard? It, yeah, like I am not. I don't. I don't want to do it. Uh, like I, I don't want to do the yeah. the back end part of it. I want to cast it and have people doing it. So yeah, we're gonna leave the back end to Callista. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about Callista's back end, but not the back end of uh, casting or of uh, yeah, exactly. producing that tournament. So <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think about these changes. I think mostly in our Discord, at least. Uh, discord.me slash table radio by the way uh gotta get gotta get the plug in it's perfect um i think most people were pretty pretty on board with these changes i didn't really see too much dissent at all honestly yeah exactly and like so the people who want to spend the money can the people who aren't going to spend the money anyways don't have to i I feel like it's fine (laughs) but right yeah We'd love to see your opinion, so yeah. please let us know. Yeah, let us know in uh, in the Discord or in the comments, depending on where you are watching and listening. So let's move on here. Oh, wow, we've been... This this episode's been breezing by, man. We're, uh, I know. We're, like, going, 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 and going. Um, so I want to talk about a couple of things here. We touched okay. on Bannerman um, before, and that's sort of the hot, that's like the new hotness right now is like mostly mono Demacia decks with a splash of between three and six cards, usually yeah. either Zed or I've seen Shadow Assassin, I've seen Might, I've seen Rekindler, yeah, um, although, yeah I've, I've seen Rekindler, like is the bannerman itself the problem and doesn't need to be nerfed uh i don't think so honestly i think people just need to get used to the deck and learn how to beat it i i feel like this is kind of the the thing we see every time something seems oppressive Mm -hmm. um we saw it with ezreal we saw it with 
uh, Elise decks at the start. Yep. Uh, the big one was Dawn Speaker. We saw yep. with that. Uh, and I, I just don't like. I, we talked about it last week with the patch notes, but I don't like when something is strong, jumping to it needs nerfed. Yeah. I like to, maybe we stew on it, see ways to beat it. Um, and like for me personally, I've been having really good luck against this deck, playing mm. War Mother's Control. Having yeah. three Ruinations is good. Having you know Avalanches, just a lot of board clears, I think, is fine. And if you remove threats, the Bannerman's not as good. It's only right. good if there's a full board. Right. Yeah, it's definitely the... Oh well, this this card is above the curve, so let's bring it down to the curve. It's like, yeah, but if everything's on the curve in terms of power level, the power level curve, everything's on the curve, then like, isn't the game just kind of boring then? Yeah, like, you I know? think the card is very good. Um, you have to also remember it does technically have a downside. Like, you do need to get the allegiance off, so it does right. limit your deck building. You can't just splash like just for bannerman. You can't play like the spider deck and then throw in a bannerman. Right. You can't do that. Right. Um. Like so, so it does change your deck building. It is very powerful. It's a very strong effect. Mm-hmm. Um, minion combat in this game is very important. That's why mid range yep. is so strong. Um, but I don't think it's the end all be all. Uh, needs nerfed. This is ruining the game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe you could tune it down a little bit. Like make it like even something like it doesn't pump itself. Like it's just always a three yeah. three and pumps everything else. Like okay, sure. Is that going to really change anything? I don't know. It will certainly make it worse, um, yeah. and we'll we'll tone it down a little bit. But I'm not, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure it needs to be toned down for for all those reasons that you said. Um, again, I love the effect. I'm glad this effect exists. Yeah, lets a lot of go wide strategies exist. Um, like it does. It's one of the biggest reasons we're seeing a lot of the mono Demacia decks mm-hmm. uh, flourish, which is awesome. Um, I, I love the effect. If, if they were to change anything, I don't. I don't want them to change the mana cost. I think that if it gets more expensive, you just it's just so much worse. Right. Um, I think you could change the stats on the card if people really want it changed. Then you still get the effect. Um, but I, I think it's I think it's fine. But that's just me. I don't think it's too oppressive at the moment. Um, I think people just like to play decks that get tranced by it. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, and I I think again it's like well maybe maybe you need to make that early trade. Maybe you need to make that like slightly inefficient trade earlier on because if yeah. they bannerman it, all of a sudden their board gets insurmountable and it's much easier to be like, oh, God. Well, they had bannerman on four, so I guess I lose. It's like, well, what if you thought about them having bannerman on four on turn two? Would you have yeah. done something differently potentially? Yeah. And I mean, that's exactly the, the things that I've had to change as a player. Yeah. Like, there was, I've, I've gotten blown out by this card obviously too many times. Like, yeah. it's all happened to all of us. Like, yeah, they, oh, damn, they, bannerman with yep. zed or fiora or whatever yep. and like after it's happened enough times i started making thinking like that like man it's it sucks right here but do i really i have to grasp the turn earlier than the turn they can play the banner because right. if they hit that zed i'm effed yep. so like sometimes you have to play a little more efficient uh, inefficient yep um but if you win the game because of it and you play differently i i don't think there's anything wrong with it right yeah the one for me was was frenzied skitterer actually playing yeah. an aggro deck it's like okay i need to open attack here even though i can actually squeeze in an extra minion it's like because if they have frenzy skitter i just don't want to play out the rest of the game <laughs> like i feel so behind yeah. uh and, and and after that happens it's like now 
turn three, like before I before I either start the turn or whatever, it's like I'm gonna think for a second here. If they have frenzy skitterer, am I screwed? Okay, yeah. yes, I am. So let's attack and get my damage in, and then play from there. You know. Well, and then you have to remember there's also players out there named Saucy Mailman who every time they play a Bannerman, it doesn't have allegiance no matter what. <laughs> yes, so, and uh, Uthgar as well, just always hitting the three and 40 chance. <laughs> yep, literally. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's that that one night I had in six games, I only got two allegiance off. So, uh, woo, that exists. <laughs> yeah. Oh. One in thirty? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fail. Let's we are go. we are going to fail. Yeah. I accept that. Um But I think it's okay. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um but let us know what Good. you guys think as well. Yeah. Um because maybe Tell me I'm wrong, some, you won't hurt my feelings. Maybe there's some <laughs> anti anti bannerman anti bannerman men here. Um is there maybe one more of these topics that you are particularly interested in, Saucy, or should we go into the listener questions? I don't want to talk about a next set. Yep. We talked about the competitive format. Um I yeah, I think I think we talked about all this stuff. I think yeah. this is fine. Okay. I the only thing I'll say, okay, there is a do are there any still undiscovered underrated decks? I think so, yes, but mm-hmm. I don't know what they are. Yeah. And they probably don't have Callista. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been testing so many Callista decks. Like, I think all I've played is Callista decks this entire mm-hmm. previous week. Yep. Um, can confirm she's still bad, but not as bad as I think we previously thought. Because I, mm. I am climbing, albeit very slowly, but I am I've gotten to plat two with her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of losses, but she she's not as terrible. She's definitely tiered four, but mm-hmm. she's she's not as bad as we thought. <laughs> So I'll say with her. I I think almost any, if not like certain champions, I think almost any combination of regions that we haven't seen yet can be competitive. The one that's jumping out to me is Noxus Ionia. I can't think of a deck that's Noxus Ionia. That's like a legit deck right now. I mean, Karma can make anything legit, right? Right. Like karma draven or something maybe karma i mean like the, these things don't seem like they'd be natural fits but neither did draven ezreal right like but that's a, or, or, i mean we we yeah. saw the uh there was a karma jinx deck for a bit that i saw that was right. so sick i got destroyed by it like double casting jinx's rocket is pretty sick yeah yeah karma can make a lot of things crazy and i mean like the noxus Freljord, like five plus power deck like Mm-hmm. That was that made a, a splash for a bit and then kind of fell off a little bit. The Ash decks. Um, yeah, and I feel like there's got to be something with Shin that hasn't been messed with, but I just don't know what it is. I can't build... Like, my brain doesn't handle Shin. I don't know what to do with him. I just hate Just like Shen. my brain can't handle Katarina. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's another one. My brain can't handle her, but I feel like she's broken. I just don't know how. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think there's... <sighs> the thing about her is that she's deceptive because she's cheap she gives you extra attacks, so you, it makes you think that she's aggro, but she's actually not cheap at all. Yeah, she's actually extremely expensive because you have to, you have to keep pay it every replaying turn. her over and over and over again. Yeah. So, like, what you don't just put her in your like one and two drop aggro deck because you're going to end up like, like, like you don't play her on turn three and then like, ooh, I flipped her. Now I get to start doing stuff. It's like, nope, you actually 
uh, ruined have your to pay the mana well, yeah, again. you have to pay the mana again. Like your board gets worse because she goes back, and like it's it's things like that that like what about like a Lucian Katarina deck, like something that just like gives you effectively like extra turns in a way because you just keep attacking yeah. and attacking and attacking. Maybe there's something there. I don't know, um, but we haven't seen it at all. And then of course like Yasuo and Shen are two champs that I think we see almost none of. And they exist. By the way, let's let's. <laughs> Thank Teemo, for instance, the the card we literally didn't see a single copy of yep. ever on ladder, like because no one no one was crafting Teemos or playing Teemos, yep. and then all of a sudden people are like, oh shit, this is a great aggro card. Yep. <laughs> like let's put him in burn decks, and now he's yep. all over. I, I will point out that back in preview patch one, uh, uh, grandfather of competitive card gaming and creator of Hearthstone himself, Raynad, uh, pointed out that Teemo is one of the most uh, is one of the most powerful uh, aggro cards in the game. But uh, tis neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely some undiscovered and underrated decks for sure. Yep. Uh, things that we haven't even seen yet that uh, could yep. definitely be good. Okay, let's get into uh, we can do we can do a couple of these. Get get a couple of these yeah. out of the way. Um, yeah, let's start with, um, Sasuke who asked, what cards would you like, uh, what cards would you like to have changed for better or for worse? Um, uh, for example, they'd love to see clump of wumps get a buff because it doesn't really, uh, do enough to warrant playing it. So what's a card that yeah. you would like to see changed? Ooh, that is interesting. Uh, I am, I don't know. Clump of wumps is a great one. I yeah. think that. I think he could get the two three treatment because it's mm -hmm. it's bad. Um, <clears throat> he just doesn't do anything. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I'd like to see played more that aren't uh, Poro cards. Yeah, Poros in general. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation of new Poros coming out that might actually just make the Poro um, archetype in general be fine um poros would be better in our made-up vintage format with all of the regions unlocked in your deck that's i mean heart of the fluff is insane when you get some sweet keywords on it yeah it i've i've because i've been playing callista poros has been my deck so um <laughs> <laughs> it's been my go-to that's interesting i so cards i want to i mean i'm gonna say i'd like black spear reverted like, yeah that's just the thing that i'd like to see changed back um God, do you have any? Because I can't think any other hand. Yes, I certainly do. Um, one that I I want, you know, we did see an uptick in play of the um, what are they called? Not the Bloodborne, the vampire cards, the ones that yeah. are like um, the Crimson dudes. Yeah, the Crimson, the Crimsons. I was thinking Bloodborne. I mean, that's kind of what they are, Bloodborne, right? Yeah, the Crimson crew. I think. Those are interesting. Um, I almost would like to see a like. I don't want to say a Mage Seekers level like redo of the cards, but like they just seem so like lackluster in a lot of ways because they're yeah. just like they're little cards and they have little effects. And I get that they're supposed to be like Vlad's clan or whatever. So like he drains the blood off of them and then you get the value, but it's like, it's so linear and so like not even super strong when you pull it off. I mean, it kind of can be if you get the, like the, the like really like nut draw with it. But even then it's still very vanilla and not super impactful. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. you get Vlad and the, 
and the two mana one, it's like, okay, I did two extra damage and at the cost of hurting my guy, it's like, okay. Like, at least the one that makes a copy of himself, uh, puts a copy in your hand, like, that's a cool one because it's a cool effect. You can keep copying it and, like, you could theoretically build something around that and do something maybe broken or at least cool with that. But the, like... When you survive damage, deal an extra damage to your opponent, or like I get slightly bigger with the frail yard mm -hmm. cards. It's like it's the like the Scar boring. Reaver people. Yeah, I get the flavor behind it, where it's like you hurt me, I get stronger. Yeah, it's just boring. Those effects are pretty I think, boring. So I think a couple cards that I'd like to see changed a bit. Um, one, I think Herald of Spring would be interesting if it got um, a little redo. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if how i'd want to redo it i don't know like if it stayed at two mana i think it could use a toughness bump um yeah because herald of spring its effect is quite good and it's one we saw a lot of early on that people were using to counteract aggro mm -hmm. but we don't see played anymore um like i'd like to see him play. get a reworking mm -hmm. yeah exactly we see very niche i think it's one you could maybe throw in in a tournament setting um like yep. a sideboard or something mm -hmm. if you need more healing um, but more interesting, I think that the Starlet Seer, because <clears throat> I've been playing, I've been trying to make Starlet Seer Poro or uh, Starlet Seer Teemo work. That's the one where um, when you cast a spell, it gives the top creature. Plus one yeah, plus one. yeah, it's a two mana two two. I would almost like to see this be like more expensive. So make it like a four mana, even a four mana four four or something. So it sticks around because a two two is so easy to kill, and mm -hmm. this effect is sick. And also, you're never playing this on curve because it dies on turn two, right. which is one of the reasons you can't ever play it. So I'd like to see it be more expensive and have better stats. Um, like if it was four mana, you could even make it. I know they don't like making more toughness than health, but like if it was a if it was a four mana four five, this would see like considerably more oh, play. Well, it'd be sick. That I mean, you get into chill win yeti territory. I mean, yeah, come on, come on. yeah. I think it it'd be sick. Like this, this card's effect is so damn cool, and it's yeah. such a great card, and has an owl on its artwork, which is important. That is true. Um, like it's so cool, but it doesn't see play because you can't have a, you can't play a two mana two two that effectively doesn't do anything when you play it. Right. You can't attack with it. You can't block with it. It's just kind yeah, it, of there. It sits on the back line, and like every game I played it, I've never once attacked with it. It just sits back there, buffing my deck, and it, it's so cool when you get it to work. But I'd love to see it cost more and have better stats. Yeah, I think I also, and, and I don't think this needs to be done anytime soon because like they can theoretically add more Elnucks. But like I want, mm -hmm. I don't want the Elnuck story to begin and end with the two that we got in the base set yeah i want there to be yeah, something more around that i almost um yeah i think that okay that actually inspired me to one that i really would like maybe an entire overhaul with yetis yeah the yetis, yetis are garbage. they're kind like that they're close like you get poros makes sense right it's like you get what you're doing there. They're kind of like sliver esque. They feel the more like the most like a tribe. Um, and spiders also yeah, feel yeah, like a yeah, tribe 100%. as well. Um, I want uh, like Yetis are there's like a mini like pseudo tribal behind it, kind of like how like tree folk are sometimes. Um, where like mm -hmm. every once every once in a great moon, you'll be like you'll see something that triggers off of tree folk, but very rarely. Um, in Magic, the Yetis, it's like there's a couple of cards that reference Yetis and put Yetis on top of your deck or shuffle them in your deck. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think, 
is it only the one card that's like if you control a yeti make a yeti otherwise put one in your deck it's like it's the tall tales i think is yeah this yeah there's one card like and yeti is a obviously a uh a follower type like a mm-hmm. subtype so like i want to see something more with the yetis like give me give me something yeah. a little more either give me something that is more like either give me something that's more like themed around the yetis which again they can do in later sets so i'm not saying that they need to do it right now but like or like because right now it even a 5-5 five, five for one mana, like adding cards to your, like adding vanilla cards to your deck is just bad a lot of the time. Yeah. Like they, they understand that concept because of how they do expedition where like you're not adding cards to your deck, you're swapping in and making the power level of your deck higher. You're not diluting your mm-hmm. deck with other cards. But like the Yetis, the power of them is to put a efficiently costed car, a super efficiently costed yeah. card in your deck but like shuffling it in your deck and it's like, yeah, but I'm playing spells and stuff. <laughs> you know, a five, five for one doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's like, even if I they could, like, yeah. Yeti, Yetis just need more of a theme and flavor or like some kind of payoff. Like right. I could see like Yetis would actually be like a really sweet thing. If we ever go into like uh, a world where fatigue decks are a thing where yeah. you're just trying to add more shit to your deck right. and run your opponent out of resources. That could be sick. Yeah. I don't know what that looks that would but, be interesting. Yeah, I'd like to see some of the Yetis. Yeah, and just do something with them, I think. Or like, I don't know. I I I would like to see them do something with them. That's fun. There you go, Sasuke. I got a, I got a couple more. Oh, I got go. a couple more that I just thought of. Can I can yeah. I throw a couple more? Oh, you sure can. Uh, Legion veteran. He's the four mana four five. Yes. Whenever another ally survives damage, granted plus one plus zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's just it's t- like. It being a four cost is terrible. It's so hard to fit him in. I'd love this card to cost less and have. I was less gonna say stats. swap swap the stats yeah. with him and yeah. Uh, yeah. the other guy. Like, this this is like lower cost would be so powerful in a in a Vladimir deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's hard to fit four drops in because on four you don't want to be playing this dude. Um, like I, I I could see that happening. And then another one. So I want to get your opinion on this because yeah. this is just something that I, I've thought of. And this is remember back to I'm gonna preface this. Saucy mailman is a control player <laughs> and doesn't play aggro. Yeah. But I still want to see this card get used, and that's Shiraza the Blade. I love oh. this card's effect. Four mana, three three deal double. It deals double damage to the Nexus. Oh, but it doesn't yes. see play. No, it doesn't at all. I would love this card to be good. I like, and that's me coming from a. I don't play aggressive decks. I want this card to be good because it's super, super sweet. Yeah, I mean the. I mean, it's like the the card you pair with Kato the arm, right? Like those are mm-hmm. the two, and yeah. they. Um, I think he's even on her card art. Yeah, I think they're both on. They might both be on each other's card art. I don't I don't yeah. know if they both are, but Yeah, because um, he's the arm, she's the blade. Yep. You obviously want to pair her with Overwhelm, but the problem like the problem is is that she's in that awkward like four mana three three is like the most awkward um like power uh power health um yeah. mana cost uh ratio because it's like okay an aggro deck four mana card uh-uh, not not gonna be a three three I'll tell you that much unless yeah. it has a insane effect um like uh reckless experimenter that even though it's yeah. a six mana three three it's like yeah but you're also drawing three cards you don't play him for the body <laughs> yeah. um i mean you play him because he has a body so he has a body in general like <laughs> yep um 
So you, but you this don't wanna... you are playing because you do want it to have a body because right. of its effect. I mean, so it's, it's so weird. Even if it, she was like a two mana two one, that would be super good. Would be way better. Yeah, a thousand times better, honestly. Yeah, it'd be sick. Um, and and like pot like the the problem I think that they are they maybe didn't want to run into with her being cheaper is like they want it to be viable to like they want it to be a viable strategy at least some of the time to go like turn one pass turn two pass turn three play a six mana spell and like if she's a two cost like you can play her on two attack or like play her on two and then attack on your three and have three mana to like give her pump spells and like that could be toxic in terms of the amount of damage you can you can dole out but i think it'd be sick too in fact yeah i think it would be a a cool i i I mean believe me i want her to be like a two mana two one or something like that'd be so four mana three three not not gonna happen um i just love like i love the concept i love the flavor i think the card is super cool i've tried to make her work in expedition so many times i like today the 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 one i was talking about Mm -hmm. the the mono noxus aggro deck i i drafted her and the arm and like every single time i played her it was i it was the most underwhelming turn (laughs) i could have like i could have played like just a one mana three two and anything else and it would have been better yep yeah it's uh i get the like the combo between them is kind of cute but no not not yeah. gonna not 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 in my aggro deck and again i don't even it's not even a thing that i like but like i would i think it even if, if it played something like a a, a boggles or a, an infect deck or something and for magic like that's how i feel like she should work right yeah like she's a, a cheap a, you know not even greatly efficient stats right uh follower but like if you connect with her you should be allowed to win the game that's just yeah. how i feel yeah, I you mean, you put a lot of work into making her win the game. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could see her in like a PNZ deck. Give her elusive. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Give her. I, and like, if you're spending all of that effort in your aggressive deck to put in buff spells first and then also use them, like, I feel like that's semi fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. The The problem is, is like, you can chump block her first off. So like yeah. you just have a one, one, you block her. That's fine. Even though just like effectively on printed on the card, she's a six, three, right? I mean, obviously uh-huh. it's bet. It's technically better than that because, well, actually it's, it's different than that because it doesn't actually yeah. deal that much damage to, uh, followers or, or yep. to, to enemies. So it's just the Nexus, but like attacking the Nexus, it's a six, three, but you can get more value out of pump spells, which is cool. But like, that's not really a super, like that's not as much of a, like get, what if you, what if you use a four mana three, three double attack? Like how much better would that be like a thousand times better, right? Yeah. That'd be sick. Cause like that'd she has really the built cool. in like first strike essentially. Yeah. Like is, she's basically like a flipped Lucian for four mana, like yeah, a, that'd be, a that'd worse really flipped sick. Lucian for four mana. I think that's fair. Yeah. Kind of. I think so too. I, That'd be pretty cool. All right, right. There's there's another freebie for you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I I just really want to see her um, exist. Yeah, I I really like the like they're not champions, but they're like sub characters in the in the yeah. Card game. They have like names. Cythria, names her, uh, Jay Maduran or whatever his name is in P and Z, and all those cards are are really cool. And I think a lot of them are super powerful. Uh, Rasa. Um, 
Okay, let's do let's do one more. We can get this one in pretty quick. If uh, so, Quick Spike asks, "What other regions than Freljord do you think fit uh, best for an Ezreal deck?" Oh yeah, um, I got some opinions. So that on one, this. we actually we got a pretty cool. The Noxus Ezreal deck mm-hmm. is very very sweet. It plays a uh, Draven. Yeah. Um, it plays the aggressive spiders, but then you also have Chumpwump. You uh, play Blades Edge as a way to target. Yep. Um, Coaling strike. Uh Nox and Guillotine is really cool with this. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. That's guillotine. really cool. Yes. This the guillotine. That that <laughs> thing is give me that guillotine. Give me that guillotine. <laughs> What's the one card that you always give a that you always give a like southern, southern accent? accent? I have no idea. Oh, is it is it is it Bannerman? Um no, I don't think so. Or no, no, it's not Bannerman. I'm not thinking of Bannerman. I'm thinking of um God, we were talking about it before. Pumps your whole deck five five for five. Uh oh, Avarosian Hearthguard. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> yep, I, I always, I always, uh, he, I make him very, 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 southern. very southern. Not pump your entire deck, son. Um, <laughs> my life for frail yours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, frail yours are just a bunch. They're, they're, uh, they're. Uh, mountain rednecks. That's what we'll. Yeah, which is why I am part of the frail. <laughs> Same. Um. But yeah, the guillotine is sick with Ezreal. Yeah, I really like it. It's got a lot of cards that you don't expect, and I think it has a little bit of surprise factor. I've also played a little bit of this. Um, in normal because I am not ready to play this right yet. There are a it's hard. It is hard because it's like you're running Noxus and you're running Draven, so it's like, oh, okay. So I want to be aggressive, but it's like, actually, you kind of don't because you're running like mm-hmm. a control deck. So you're constantly like, am I discarding my axes to pump Draven? Am I discarding my axes to rummage? Am I discarding? Like, there's a ton of different decisions to make. Um, and like using your axes effectively as like cards, like card advantage mm-hmm. rather than power is just a whole nother axis that you have to be ready to it's the the axes yeah the axes put you on another axis i think that might be an episode that might be an episode title if i've ever heard i love it Uh, there's another (laughs) thing there's another thing about this deck that is very sweet and draven in general that Mm -hmm. i just recently thought of just playing against a lot of draven decks yeah um when when you have the axe in your hand you get to attack a lot your attacks are more favorable than oh, yeah. your opponent's blocks mm-hmm. because you always have that ability to pump your dude. Um, and being able to bluff that is is the mind games that I love in card yeah. games. And I think like Draven adds that aspect to your deck and to your play style where you can attack a lot more aggressively and favorably because you can always just, yeah, you might be able to block. You might have an elusive that blocks my Ezreal, but maybe I just bluff him up and you know kill you. Right. Yeah, the, bl- the, the buff bluff. Although it's not even yep. a bluff because they know that you have it. So it's like... Yeah, you, like you're, you have it. The card's flipped over on the face. They see it. Yeah. And that's the scary part is your opponent knows like, damn, he's got three axes. Like my blocks all now suck. Yep, yep. It, it is. Uh, and then if you have anything else extra, it's like, well, I, you know I have this. So you're playing around what you know I have. But actually I have another thing. So I get to blow you out anyway. Yeah. It, There's also the other thing uh, because I don't know if this has ever, ever happened. Have you ever seen a Draven flip ever? Uh, I mean, I have, but that's just because I've played a lot of Draven and Expedition. Because I know I've seen it happen one time. Uh, Draven flipped has Overwhelm. 
Did you know that? Because <laughs> I, I always I mean, forget that. Again, yes, but only because <laughs> I've played him a lot. He was one of, He's one of my favorite champions just in general, so I played him a lot in Expedition. But yeah, he's a 5-4 Overwhelm. He creates two axes when he strikes. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. Yeah, I always forget he has Overwhelm, and your opponent probably will too. So just... <laughs> Uh, true. I can <laughs> confirm that you, you, my yeah. opponents will forget. Um, Real truth. And yeah, I mean, I've played, I think, every combination uh, of Ezreal deck. I've even played like Lux Ezreal. So like every, I've played Mono PNZ. I've played literally every possible uh, combination of um, regions with Ezreal. And I think my gut actually... Um, leans a little bit more towards either Ionia or even Shadow Isles. I think Shadow Isles Ezreal actually is like depending on what you're expecting in the meta is actually a really strong uh Ezreal pair because there's just so yeah. much removal in it and it's all targeted. Or a lot Another, of it is. The other thing about the Noxus version is you also get the uh the sentry, the arachnoid sentry. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> which is stupid. That card is so dumb. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> oh, it the really karma is. one is sick too. Karma is good because you get um, you get the double seven cast. mana double arachnoid tree. Yep. Uh, what is it? Yon. Yon. I always want to call Yon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I always want to say Yvonne. Yvonne. It's not his name. Yeah. Yvonne Windchaser. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to play everyone's favorite William of Ionia. That is true. One of the one of the best cards in the format right now for sure. Easily. Okay, Saucy, I think that's just about our time here. So cool. Nice little little chill episode, a little recap uh, of everything that's going on. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you are going to the Discord, discord.me slash runeterribleradio. That is going to be the place to find us for sure. You can also follow the show on Twitter, twitter.com slash runeterrible. Saucy, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saucy mailman everywhere. Um, YouTube's become my home. So just youtube.com slash saucy mailman. Uh, I also stream on Twitter or on Twitter on Twitch um, from time to time. Mm-hmm. My I, full disclosure right now, my Twitch streams are up in the air. I am uh, ghastly sick at yes. the moment. Um, I'm, I'm actually like pouring sweat with a fever at the moment, but <laughs> I love you guys so much. So it's fine. But Twitch streaming is, it's tough at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, honestly, Discord. I live on Discord, especially working from Same. home right now. I'm I'm literally on Discord. If you can talk talk to me about anything, I don't fucking care. Just throw <laughs> me messages. Yeah, seriously, it's it's been a blast. You guys are keeping me from going insane from being stuck inside. I haven't seen the sun in two weeks. Oof. I luckily like went outside just to check today, just to make sure the rest of the world just, had that the exploded. sun is still there. Yeah, I did. It was great. Um, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you can find me on the Discord as well. Make sure you check in. Uh, all of us out there. Um, but for me, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash the underscore Blevins. But make sure you're following the show and all of that Discord being the best place. But that is going to be it, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you guys all next week on Rune Terrible Radio. Mm-hmm.